Lakers Carpool is brought to you by Hook Products USA. Truck lovers, tow hook covers finally are here. Introducing Tokes, a first-of-its-kind tow hook cover that is a great way to personalize your truck's factory tow hooks. Tokes are made in the USA out of high-grade silicone rubber that clasps right over your truck's factory tow hooks so it installs in seconds and no tools are needed. With colors red, white, blue, pink, and amber, and costing just $34.95 per pair, Tokes are a unique and affordable way to customize your truck. Go to hookproductsusa.com and head over to the compatibility tool to make sure that Tokes will fit over your truck's tow hooks. After that, check out a super easy and your truck will be rocking its Tokes in no time. Again, that's hookproductsusa.com for Tokes, the original tow hook cover. Welcome to Lakers Carpool episode 130. My name is James Brooks. Thanks for joining me on today's episode where we are talking all things Lakers basketball. There's been three Laker games since my last episode. In my last episode, I had previewed the Lakers-Rockets game. Then the Lakers went on and played the Phoenix Suns on a Friday night heading into the weekend. And then we just played the Portland Trailblazers on Sunday night, which was last night. So we're just going to jump in, talk a little bit about the Rockets, talk a little bit about the Suns, talk a little bit about the Trailblazers, and go from there. If y'all hadn't seen, um, I was on a podcast. I was a guest on the No Look podcast with Mike Baldini, where I talked a little bit about the Lakers. Um, His podcast is more of a general NBA podcast. He is a Sixers fan, so I think he does lean a little bit Sixers, but he talks kind of all NBA stuff. So I was on there talking about the Lakers with him. And just kind of going through my thought process on the Lakers so far this season. And that podcast was recorded just after the Lakers had lost to the Rockets, which was a pretty disappointing loss. We lost that game by 34 points, um, which we're going to talk a little bit about in just a second. But um, it was recorded right after that podcast where things felt like it was at like an all-time low for the Lakers losing by that much to the Rockets. Albeit we played without Anthony Davis, but still felt like an all-time low there with in that game against the Rockets. And so I talked to him a little bit about just kind of where my thoughts are with this Lakers team, Um, you know, the injuries we've been having, what I think the ceiling is for this Lakers team, what are some – are there potential trades that might happen, and if so, who would the Lakers trade, things like that. So definitely go check out that podcast. Um, I'll link it in the show notes of this uh, episode once I post it. So let's jump in and talk a little bit about, about the Rockets. And, you know, since we're three games, or at least, yeah, I mean, that was three games ago. So in terms of, you know, how we feel about that game, obviously things have changed. The Lakers beat the Suns in a great uh, win against the Suns on Friday in our first uh, in-season tournament game. And then we went and we beat the Trailblazers last night. So Lakers are sitting at 5-5. Five and five. After we had lost to the Rockets, we were at 3-5, and five, and things felt just bad, you know, it, Anthony Davis didn't play, so in that sense, it's kind of like, okay, well, we're missing Anthony Davis, and he's one of our best players on the team. He should be the best player on our team, one of the best defenders on the team. And, you know, if anything, that Rockets game proved to me that, like, right now, Anthony Davis is our defensive identity. You know, we, especially without Jared Vanderbilt, no Gabe Vincent, um, we have some guys that can, you know, Rui can step up, step up and play defense. D'Lo can step up and play some defense. Reeves can step up and play some defense, right? Like 
even though we're missing our our defensive special you know special specialties or whatever between Davis and, and Vanderbilt we should be should have guys that can you know keep the Rockets from from beating us by 34 points and so things were pretty dire after that game but since then you know since we've beaten the Suns which was a big win and then we we took care of business against the Trailblazers on Sunday you know things are feeling a little bit better I think in, in Lakers nation but after that game against the Rockets things were just feeling just just bad you know we lost 128 to 94 again no Anthony Davis in that game we almost allowed 30 points in each quarter we allowed 32 in the first 34 in the second 33 in the third and 29 in the fourth we scored only 19 in the first quarter and then put up 26 26 and 23 in the second third and fourth quarters and I mean you just can't be allowing 30 plus points a quarter to any team and you know the Rockets again they're they're good they're a young team they have Fred Van Vliet they have Dylan Brooks who might not offer a ton offensively but he'll he'll offer a little bit of defensive help um they have you know um Jabari Smith Jr. Shengun as a big is you know he put up 19 points on 8 of 10 shooting uh, he had 7 rebounds um Jalen Green he put up 28 points on 11 of 15 shooting they shot 42 percent from three on 33 attempts we shot 28 percent from three on 25 attempts D'Angelo Russell was our you know he had 22 points nine of 18 you know that's 50 percent not terrible Rui Hachimura was 24 he had 24 points off the bench 10 of 14 he was by far our best player LeBron put up 18 points on 7 of 13 uh Christian Wood took one shot we had one shot attempt one shot attempt from Christian Wood in in this game without a game where Anthony Davis wasn't playing that's that's just ridiculous like I don't know if I don't know what that is is that a game plan thing is it a strategy thing is it a the Rockets just really did what they could to limit Christian Wood right like what is what are we doing here how is Christian Wood getting only one shot attempt in an entire game when Anthony Davis isn't playing it's just ridiculous so the defense obviously didn't come to play allowing 128 points we only scored 94 ourselves so you know we only we shot 42 percent from the field on 84 attempts versus 54 percent on 93 attempts they got almost they got nine more shots than we did which is pretty bad um let's see what else we had nine turnovers in the game not great they had they had 11 turnovers you know so we we just obviously weren't capitalizing one big storyline for this Lakers team lately and this is something that we saw in the Suns game as well that we'll get to in a second and then I saw we saw I saw it a little bit against the Trailblazers but it looked like we cleaned things up a little bit against the Trailblazers but in both these games and in games previous to uh our our rebounding has been terrible we've been giving up an insane amount of offensive rebounds in the game against the Rockets we gave up 14 offensive rebounds which is just insane it's insane 14 offensive rebounds to the Rockets and and they killed us you know and then so so that's a bad loss you know out of the after that game obviously there's still like reasonings right we don't have Anthony Davis we don't have some of these guys that are still injured so it's kind of like okay it I mean regardless of who's on the regardless of who's injured or not you know yeah it's not ideal to not have Jared Vanderbilt or Anthony Davis or Gabe Vincent 
but there's no reason that we shouldn't be able to to um there's no reason that you know the guys that are on the floor Rui Hachimura, Christian Wood, LeBron James, DeAndre Russell shouldn't be able to beat that Rockets team. So definitely was a frustrating loss, but we definitely made up for it in our first in-season tournament game against the in the game against the Suns, where we got a nice win. So I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about the Suns. So talking Lakers and Suns, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, the Lakers got a nice win against the Suns in their first in-season tournament game. Uh, group play so the way this the in-season tournament set up is kind of how I guess like the World Cup is set up or some other uh, international soccer tournaments are set up where there's group play you're set up in a group there's games that are played you play each team at least once I, I would imagine and then based on there from there based on the rankings you know the top maybe two seeds get into the into the tournament I'm not sure exactly how many people out of each group get in if it's just one per group or if it's two per group, I could probably look it up really quick. But anyways, um, in our group, um, let's see, let me pull up the NBA app, which has the in-season tournament stuff, which has been really helpful. So in our group, we have the Suns, the Grizzlies, we have Portland, and Utah. So currently, um, let's see, Memphis... How does this show Memphis has played two games, but everyone else has played? Well, I guess you... Well, I don't know. So, Utah is 1-0. We're 1-0. Portland's 1-0. Phoenix is 0-1. And Memphis is 0-2. And that's why I'm confused about how Memphis is 0-2, but no no other team has played two games. Maybe I'm being dumb. I don't know. So, anyways, we're in a... There's five teams per group. We... So, we'll play each of these teams, I guess, at least once. And there's a wild card situation so okay so it's set up by conference and then by wild card kind of similar to like the nhl i guess so you have the the leaders of each pool make it to the tournament and then it looks like one wild card so currently as the standings are right now the lakers due to and then the state okay so then the okay i'm just figuring this out on the fly as i go so you have the west you have the leaders in like the western conference right you have so you have denver minnesota utah are the top three all three of those teams are one no but then the ranking is based on point differential so then denver is plus 11 in point differential minnesota is plus seven in point differential and utah is plus six whereas and then you go down from there and then sacramento they're one and oh but their point differential is plus seven but they must be second in second place in their group and then the lakers are one and oh we're second place i think in our group and we're plus three so point differential matters and i'll get to that in a moment because um something happened in the, in the lakers suns game that'll affect the point differential not, not too drastically but drastically enough to where we would be in a different position i think right now than than where we're at so uh, the Lakers Suns game, we end up getting the win. It's a nice, nice all around game. The Suns playing without Devin Booker. We get the win 122 to 119. This is a game where we were definitely struggling for the majority of the game. We, well, actually, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it was, there's a lot of back and forth. You know, the Suns would build like a seven point lead, we'd get it down to two. They'd build, build it back up to a nine point lead, we'd get it down to three. You know, that, that kind of back and forth going on. 
We were down nine in the first quarter, 34 to 25. Not great to be giving up 30 plus points in a quarter, uh, like I mentioned before. And then we ended up come bouncing back and outscoring them 30 to 29 in the second quarter, which put us down by eight at halftime. And then we gave up 33 points in the third quarter, but we scored 34 ourselves. So we're down seven, I guess, at this point going into the fourth quarter. And then we turned it on. And this is the thing with the Lakers is like, we'll mess around for three quarters and then we'll turn it on and, and shut teams down. This happened to the sun with us against the suns earlier this season, where we kind of messed around the entire game. And then we held them to like 10 points in the fourth quarter or something crazy. I forget what it was off the top of my head. Um, I kind of want to pull up cause I don't want to say the wrong number. We held them to uh, preseason. We held them to 11 points in the fourth quarter earlier this season. And that was a game where they were playing with only KD without Beal or Devin Booker. I mean, they still have their other guys. But um, in this game, they had Bradley Beal, which definitely you know puts them closer to full strength than, than the first time we played them. But um, so in this game, we, we ended up pulling out the win by three. Anthony Davis, he had, an, he had a so-so game. You know, a lot of people on Twitter were saying that it looked like he was maybe still kind of nursing his injury a little bit. You know, like he wasn't fully healthy, and he was just kind of going out there and like trying to do what he could do. You know, he scored 18 points in 36 minutes. He only shot five for 14 from the field. He had 11 rebounds, which is, you know, that's pretty good. Um, he had four offensive rebounds, seven defensive rebounds, only one block, which, you know, for Anthony Davis <laughs> – That'd be good for most bigs, but like having a block per game, but you know, we're trying to, we're trying to get like three plus from Anthony Davis. So not the best Anthony Davis game, but you know, I appreciate as a fan, I appreciate him going out there. Maybe he's not feeling great and he gets the job, you know, does enough to help us get the win. LeBron James went off 32 points, 11 for 17 shooting three for four from three, 10 rebounds, no 11 rebounds, six assists, like a vintage LeBron game. Cam Reddish came out with 17 points on five of 10 shooting. He went five for eight from three, which, you know, all of, all of everyone, including myself, giving him hate on the miss three. Well, I wasn't really giving him hate. I was giving more Darvin Ham hate for putting him in that position, but maybe Darvin Ham saw something that we couldn't. Um, D'Angelo Russell, 19 points on six of 12 shooting. Didn't hit a three, but that's okay. Ruri, seven points. Reeves had 15 points off the bench. So this was the first game Austin Reeves was not benched. That's not the right terminology because he played in the game. I feel like the term benched means that you didn't play. Um, but he got moved off the starting rotation onto a, into the bench rotation. He still played 35 minutes, you know, and this is where I, I talk about this a lot sometimes where people get so worked up over the starting lineup. Like, yeah, the starting lineup helps you set a tone in the game, helps you maybe set some rhythm and, and and whatnot but at the end of the day like after the first you know two to five minutes of the game you make some substitutions and like you can do whatever you want you can adjust you can put different you know so Austin Reeves didn't get the start but he still put up 35 points and like or sorry he played 35 minutes um off the bench which is like he played more than Cam Reddish or D'Angelo Russell or or Torian Prince so even though he came off the bench, he still got a ton of playing time. And in this role, you know, he can kind of play more of like a six-man rotation kind of guy, like a Manu Ginobili or something where, like, he's still contributing a ton. He's still playing with the starting players. Like, you know, he's still pl- getting minutes with LeBron and Anthony Davis. 
Um, but he's also able to kind of lead the bench unit a little bit. So when when the first big substitutions come in, um, Austin Reeves can come in and help kind of provide a spark off the bench and stuff, which I don't hate that for him. You know, I don't obviously like in the playoffs, him getting that starting or starting position and coming out and, you know, hitting huge threes, putting up 20 points a game. That's awesome if he can do that, but he's been struggling to do that. He's been struggling in this weird spot he's in um, from a role standpoint. You know, is he a bucket getter? Is he a guy that we need to go to to get a bunch of buckets? Or is he the guy that can score 15 points in a game, um, make some hustle plays, and help us get a win, you know? And in this case, he had 15 points off the bench in 35 minutes, um, 6 for 11 from the field, from the field, which is pretty good. Two for four from three, which is great. You know, like I, he was a minus two in the game, but like overall, I would say it was a great. Re, you know, Reeves came in and helped us um, shut things down in the fourth quarter and and, and pull out that win. Um, so overall, I'd say it was a disappointing game for the, like the first three quarters. Where you're like, what are we doing? Come on, let's get some rebounds. Like they they had. Let's see how many offensive rebounds that they have in this game. They had 17 offensive rebounds in this game. Kevin Durant put up 38 points, uh, four for six from three. He hit some tough shots, Kevin Durant. You know, we don't have, you know, outside of Anthony Davis and Christian Wood, and even Christian Wood's probably a little too slow to cover Durant. You know, so outside of Anthony Davis, we don't really have anyone that can really cause issues for Kevin Durant. And, I mean, having Anthony Davis is better than most teams have. So, um, you know, we were putting – Prince, Torian Prince on on KD, and he's, you know, he can kind of be a pest and stuff, but, like, KD's going to just rise up and shoot over most of the guys that we're going to, even Cam Reddish, who's, like, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, you know. Um, and, the, you know, if Anthony Davis is, you know, he played 36 minutes, but, like, if he's not feeling too great, if his hip is still bothering him and stuff, right, like, we're not going to put him on him the entire game. So, um, but, but still, like, Torian Prince or Cam Reddish were playing, like, really good defense on him. They'd be all up in his face, and he would just rise up for a three or, like, a long two or a mid-range jumper and just nail it. So uh, Kevin Durant was playing really good. Bradley Beal put up 24 points, 9 of 17 from the field. Um, Let's see. The Suns shot 40% from three on 37 attempts, which is pretty good. We shot 44% from three on 27 attempts, which is almost as close to perfect, as perfect as you can get for the Lakers. You know, I've been preaching on this podcast 25 three-pointers a game. We shot 27. That's fine. We hit 40. We hit 44.4 percent of them. We went 50 percent from the field. Um, the the Suns went 44.7 percent from the field. Right. So it was two. Both teams played good games, and the Lakers just they you know did what they had to do, played good defense down the stretch, especially in the fourth quarter, and pulled out a win. Now, what I will say regarding the point differential for the in season tournament. Um, the Lakers are up six in this game with like two seconds left or something. And I forget who it was on the Suns who hit the last three, but they inbounded it and he took the three and made it and made it a three point game. So the Lakers would have won this game had he either missed that or if they, you know, didn't make it, whatever. If they didn't make that three at the very end, which again didn't affect the outcome of the game, the Lakers still won. But the Lakers would be looking at being tied in the west group uh west group a with utah right now being one and oh in the group with a plus six point differential but instead because they hit that three at the end we're only at a plus three point differential so we're sitting in second place in the group 
and are below Sacramento, who's second place in their group at plus seven. Who so they're tied with Minnesota in their group for basically for first. Um, because I guess the 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 tiebreakers go point differential. If you're tied at point differential, then it goes. Um, I, I'm assuming total points that you've scored. You know, so Minnesota had 117 in their game, and Sacramento only had 105. So that's why Sacramento's sitting in second. But because they have more points than we have in, you know, between our point differential, like they're plus seven, we're plus three, they're up ahead of us in the wild card. So if the Lakers had, um, and let's see, I guess in this case, you know, because, so we had 122, we would have won 122 to 116, we would have been plus six, which would have tied Utah for differential, but Utah scored 127 in their game. We only scored 122, so we would still be sitting in second, um, and we would still be lower than Sacramento in terms of point differential because we would be plus six and they'd be plus seven. So actually, in that case, it actually doesn't change a ton, which is really interesting. So in terms of like where we're at right now, now something to keep in mind as everything keeps going, right? Like if these games stay close, if point differential stays really close, then having a plus three point differential versus what could have been plus six could play a difference in where we end up in this in-season tournament. So if you're into into the in-season tournament, if you're buying into it and having some fun with it, I think you should if you're not. But if you if you're having fun with it, then that's something to look at and pay a lot of attention to is not only if we win these in-season tournament games, but how much we win by, how many points we score in these games. Like it's it's important. It's important to where we end up and if we can even make it into the like final tournament. Um so that that was an interest, interesting point that I wasn't seeing a ton of people talking about. I think like getting the win was obviously the most important, obviously. But then the point differential thing and the point scored thing is is definitely an interesting aspect to these in-season tournament games. So like we want to blow if we're playing in these in-season tournament games, we want to blow these teams out as much as we possibly can. So it, obviously it's still good to get the win. Like I'm not complaining or anything like that, but um it, it was a big win against the Suns team that they're having so you know, they're working through some stuff themselves, right? Devin Booker's hurt. Bradley Beal is new to the team. They have a bunch of hustle guys between, you know, Eubanks, Watanabe, Akogi, Eric Gordon, right? They have a lot of good guys on their bench that can come in and like make some hustle plays and stuff. They might they might not be guys that you're going to go to a ton for a lot of scoring, maybe, but they could, you know, they could come out and, and that was one thing that they struggled with in this game against the Lakers was um bench scoring. Their most bench scoring was from Eric Gordon, who put up 13 points in 28 minutes. But other than that, Eubanks, two points. Watanabe, three points. Akogi, two points. Uh, Goodwin, three points. Um, and then, you know, Grayson Allen right now is starting in place for for um, Devin Booker. And he had nine points, right? You know, so, like, they're – obviously, when you have guys injured, like Devin Booker and stuff, it's going to affect your game and stuff. So – it's just important that the Lakers took care of business and got a win in a, in a game that like they very well should have won regardless. Um, so it's good that they went in and, and got took care of, took care of business and got the win regardless of where it ends up <laughs> put us in, in terms of point differential in the in season tournament. So um, we have another in season tournament game coming up soon, actually, which is Tuesday, November fourteenth, against the Memphis Grizzlies. That game is being played in LA Memphis has been struggling they're two and eight in the season although they did just beat the Clippers 105 to 101 the Clippers have been struggling since the James Harden trade if you've been following along they have they've gone I think 0 and 4 since James Harden's been playing and 0 and 5 I think going back to the game that they lost against us 
So the Grizzlies did get a big win against the Clippers, who, you know, they're in, in theory, they're a good team. I think they're obviously struggling in, in different ways, similar to how other teams are struggling right now. But um, the Grizzlies are playing without jaw right now. They are, let's see, you know, they have Desmond Bain, who's putting a he put up 27 points against the Clippers. Marcus Smart, who they got in that trade. They picked up Bismack Biombo as a big who he was with the Suns before, so we've played against him, you know, and seen him with the Suns. Jaron Jackson Jr., obviously. So, yeah, I mean, if without Jaw and, and where this team's at, like, they're definitely struggling. This is a very gettable, winnable game, a game where we could go and get a blowout win and really, really make some, some headway on that point differential in the in-season tournament. So... That'll be a fun game. I will say, in-season tournament, those courts, they're awful. They suck. I hate that the NBA did that. I think it looks terrible. It looks gimmicky. It's, like, I get it. You're trying to, like, make it look, you know, you don't want it to be like any other game, right? Like, the the every Tuesday and Friday, there's in-season tournament games. And you want people to tune in and know immediately that this game, while it's a regular season game, there's something different. There's... There's a difference to this game. But did it have to be those giant, like, you know, all the color playing against the Suns? They have this, the purple with like the turquoise in the middle. And then they're, you know, and then every home team wears their city edition uniforms. So this, I think Tuesday against Memphis will be our first time seeing the Lakers in their city edition uniforms. So that'll be fun. But the Suns, they, their city edition uniforms purple. Why do they make the court purple too? It makes no sense. Like, where have your city edition uniform be orange or make the court orange or, or something, you know, not, not to say that the orange would look any better, but like these courts are just terrible. I, I, I hate them with a passion. Like you want people to know that, the, that it's the in season tournament, put it on the court, put it on a regular court, take the Lakers regular court or whatever the team is to take their regular court, the normal hardwood and put a little, you know, sign up on, you know, each corner or like, Put it in the put it at center court. Use use the same center court design that they have, but on the regular court or something. Like it just looks so bad. It's like watching just awful like custom two K courts. Like oh, it's terrible. I hate them. They are so bad. The city edition uniforms are bad enough, in my opinion. And then you put those courts with it. Like come on, they're terrible. This was the Lakers' first in season tournament game, so this is the first time that I'm really feeling I, I've been holding on into the you know watching some of the other in season in season tournament games like I, I've known they were they're bad but I'm I've been waiting for the Lakers first once before I could like let loose on this podcast about it so Adam Silver you're generally a good commissioner but if this was your idea or whoever's idea this was to do these courts like this needs a pay reduction or something like that those are terrible so moving on to the Lakers game against the Blazers you know the Blazers they're three and six on the season their wins um let's see they've beaten the they've lost to the Grizzlies they've beaten the Grizzlies they've beaten the Pistons you know they haven't really beaten too many good teams so like this is a team that again similar to the Rockets they have a lot of young guys but they do have like Jeremy Grant they have some guys that like can definitely get points and can cause some issues if you're not you know playing close enough attention LeBron James did not play in this game because in the Suns game, he did kind of tweak his calf or his ankle or something. Um, it, he didn't leave the game against the Suns, but he definitely, you know, this is a game, again, just the Blazers were like, we shouldn't need LeBron to beat them. And thankfully, we beat them without him. So LeBron didn't play. 
Anthony Davis had a great game. Um, we actually, after the, this was the first game all season that we were leading after the first quarter, which is huge. You know, I mean, it's not huge. It's just, it's ridiculous. We were up 31 to 28. We ended up losing the second quarter 29 to 25. So we were down two, I think, at halftime, which is hilarious. So we've never, we have not, we have yet to lead going into halftime this season, even against the Blazers, which is hilarious. Um, frustrating, but hilarious. We ended up uh, outscoring them by 12 points in the third quarter. So we had a great third quarter. And we ended up actually getting outscored in the fourth quarter, 30 to 25. So that's not great to see. Usually our fourth quarters are our best quarters. In this case, we had built up a lead in the third quarter, kind of let it slip away in the fourth. Um, but we were still able to pull out the win. Um, let's see, pulling up the box score. Uh, Anthony Davis, 30 points on 10 of 20 shooting, played 41 minutes, uh, 13 rebounds. Uh, let's see, Rui Hachimura got put into the starting lineup in place of LeBron, 19 points on 6 of 10 shooting. Cam Reddish had another great game, 18 points on 7 of 10 shooting. D'Angelo had a bit of a down game, 11 points, 5 of 14 shooting. Austin Reeves had another really good game off the bench, 18 points on 6 of 12 shooting, hit two two threes. Overall, our three-point shooting was terrible. Four for 19, 21%. But I love to see that we were limiting the three-point attempts. You know, in the last few games, we've been at like 19, 27, 20. You know, we have not been overshooting those three-pointers, which I've loved to see. Um, let's see. The Blazers shot pretty well from the field, 50% on 90 attempts. We shot 48% on 84 attempts. They shot 35% from three on 37 attempts. This game actually was pretty close in terms of like looking at the box score. It's actually impressive that the Lakers were able to pull out this pull out this win. Um, let's see, free throw attempts. They were seven for nine. We were thirty for thirty-seven. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna find it in here somewhere. Looking at this box score, like where did we win this game? Thirty for thirty-seven from the free throw line. <laughs> Anthony Davis ten for twelve. Uh, Rui was six for six. Christian Wood was five for seven. Um, Christian Wood had seven points. All of them came from free throws. He had one. He had one um, three-point play. It looks like though, because he was one for four from the field. So uh, Reeves was four for four. So that's you know that's the Lakers do it playing, you know this style of Lakers basketball, attacking the hoop, getting to the hoop, drawing fouls, not shooting too many threes, and you know you'd like to see closer to ninety percent from the free free throw line, but thirty for thirty-seven. That's eighty-one percent. That's pretty good. Getting getting 30 points in a game off free throws is pretty incredible. So, um, you know, DeAndre Ayton proving that he still can't play with Anthony Davis. Uh, he had he only had two fouls, actually. Who's had all these fouls? Kamara, five fouls. Jeremy Grant had three fouls. Thibel had two fouls. Sharp had four fouls. Walker, three fouls. Reith, three fouls. So it was a team effort on those personal fouls for the Blazers right there. Um, the Lakers managed to cause 15 turnovers from the Blazers, which is pretty good. Lakers had nine turnovers themselves, though, so not not great, but not the worst, obviously. And overall, this this game was just a game where the Lakers needed to get the win, and they got the win. And we showed in this game that we could build a lead, and they played with the lead for a good amount, but then they you know they would get, get up by 13 points. I think there was a critical moment where they got up by 13 points, felt like they were in control of the game. And they gave up a 12-0 run to the Blazers, and the Blazers made it a one-point game. And then from then on, you know, it was basically a back and forth of like, okay, the Lakers built a five-point lead. 
they were able to generally hold on to that lead. There were some good hustle plays by like Cam Reddish to to grab a ball that got like tipped or something into the backcourt. He you know grabbed it and saved it, and Lakers went down and scored. I think they were up by two or three at that point. They they pushed the lead to like five or something like that, and the Lakers were able to keep it pretty much at a two score game for the rest of the game from then on, which was good. Um, ended ending up winning one sixteen to one ten, but overall. You would love to see against, especially a, a Blazers team like this, that like we could build that 13-point lead and then hold on to it for the rest of the game. But we weren't able to do that. And, you know, it happens. Like, basketball is a game of runs. Like, you just hit you hit two threes, and that's a six-point swing. Like, that's a big difference in a, in a basketball game. Matisse Thibel had 14 points. I saw some people saying, like, uh, he averages six points a game. Well, before before last night, he averaged, like, five points a game. Uh, pushes that pushes average points per game up to like by a whole point in last night's game but he, you know he had 14 points people were like what do you do what you know this is the lakers curse the guys that's average five points a game scoring 14 points but the lakers were able to pull out a nice win beating the blazers going on a two-game win streak now hopefully we can make it three by beating the memphis grizzlies in the next in-season tournament game on tuesday night um Hopefully LeBron will be back. Hopefully we can have closer to a fully healthy team. We should be getting some updates on Vanderbilt and Vincent today or tomorrow. I've heard that they've seen the doctors for updates in the last day or two. So hopefully we get some updates on them. They can get back on the court soon and the Lakers can be a fully healthy team and keep pushing this win streak and getting some more wins. But first, beating the Memphis Grizzlies in the next in-season tournament game. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers Carpool. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and share it on social media with your friends. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or most places where you listen to podcasts. Again, thank you so much for listening, and go Lakers! 2.1 seconds remaining. Denver a foul to give. Jokic trying to disrupt Rondo. He puts it in. Here's Davis. 4-3 in the win. Oh, it's good! Anthony Davis has-